0: evening. My name is Khalid Mitchell and welcome to Real Talk Ministries. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. Now, tonight's study, praise God, we might have just a little technical difficulties. Tonight's subject will be on, is it ever okay to tell a lie? Now, I know straightforward, it may seem like more of a direct answer, but whenever I do my Bible studies, I don't necessarily just like to give an answer per se right away, but I like to give you guys the opportunity as I present all the information to come to the conclusion yourself. Now, I'm going to come from both angles, the ye or because what I'm learning about the Holy Scriptures is that it's just not clear-cut black and white in one particular direction. For us to truly understand the mind of God, we must not lean on our own understanding, but truly seek God pertaining to all things. there is no subject under the sun that cannot be addressed by using the Word of God. We do not have to seek the world for any answers, we do not have to seek the world for guidance, we do not have to seek the world for affirmation. God did not leave us upon this earth that we may wander the earth not saying that we must necessarily have answers to all things because when we're in the presence of God From this life unto the next All things shall become clear And there shall be no more room for questions Praise God But for this particular subject now tonight Is there ever Is it ever okay To tell a lie Now what I'm going to do I'm just going to let the scriptures Basically explain and break it down For you as I go Now first off What I want to touch on this particular subject was definitely interesting for me as I, I continued to do my research, and I was basically thinking within myself as I was reading a particular scripture. You know, there are there, certain situations as the world, like the thing that is a little line, a white lie or there's different variations. There is nowhere in the scripture that indicates that it is okay or permissible to lie. But in contrary, everywhere throughout the scriptures from the Old to the New Testament speaks again, speaks basically against a lying tongue and a deceiving spirit. But what it all will boil down to is a heart and a matter of the heart issue. Because God always sees things not just based upon, especially if we use our lips. You know, a lot of us say we love God, but we do not yield to His commandments. Man cannot see inside of the heart of another person, but if the Spirit of God is in you, He blesses you without an opportunity to be able to discern what it is in another person's heart that we may not be deceived. Many people do in Jesus Christ. They tried to deceive him, try to trip him up with certain words and certain questions. But by the grace of God, his wisdom was so great that he knew exactly what to say and what to ask because he knew their heart. Now, to be able to tap into this particular subject, I just saw research basically all the different. Scriptures that basically speaks or goes against the warning of lying. So, first off, I want to just take us to the book of Proverbs, chapter twelve, verse twenty-two, and it states, "Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly, excuse me, are His." delight so those that have a lifestyle that make a habit out of line they lie to either protect themselves or to cover up something bad that they have done their intentions is never good and when you lie you have to continue to go down that path of lying until the truth sets that individual free now why this is an abomination unto God? Well, what causes us to lie, for the most, for the most part, it is that we may try to cover up a sin that we have done. Now, the scripture is very straightforward, and it indicates no room for interpretation. It basically states once again that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are His delight. Those that have a good and God-fearing heart, God honors that. And the only way that an individual can truly be good is by the Spirit of God in that individual to be good. Yes, we may have good qualities, but a lot of us credit it of ourselves. This is why we may deceive ourselves to think that we do not need a Savior. Before I was born again of the Spirit, the water and the Spirit, nothing that was good in me. I was hellbound, and I was on my way to hell and every concept and belief, false belief that I had within myself was going to hell with me. But praise be to God, I humbled myself, I allowed God, I surrendered and I gave it all to Christ and now he has renewed my mind and allowed me now to be able to decipher the scripture by In wisdom according to his will. Next scripture I want to use is the book of Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 9, and it states, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. Scripture states that the truth will set us free. A lie continues to state upon another lie and another lie, and if we die in our sin we shall perish because as the scripture is stating as i continue to go through the different scriptures lying is a sin and it is against god and if we do not repent of this sin we shall perish in our sin saved or not saved because the spirit of god and being born again does not give us permission to sin against god it gives us the opportunity to be like God to be able to live a life without sin praise the Lord next scripture I will touch on tonight is in the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 9 to 10 and it states lie not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have not praise God and have put on the new man which is renewed in the knowledge of after the image of him that created him. It is all about within the mind being renewed when a person is born again of the water and the spirit that is the beginning of being able to have the written word written upon our mind and our heart that we may not sin against God. So, even though when we come initially into the kingdom, we still have residue of our negative thoughts and worldly thoughts of the world. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they still had habits that they acquired during the hundreds of years that they were in Egypt. Over time, by able to subject themselves by the word of God and the will of God, their mind were renewed the spirit was renewed and they were able to walk accordingly some to the will of god and this acquires to us today praise be to god the lord has left the word of god for us and those that choose to subject themselves to it the word of god is to be a blessing it is or either it is to cut asunder the spirit and the soul so those do that, that reject the word of god Yes, they shall perish in their sin and in their foolishness and in their ignorance. Because for you to reject the word of God, your rejection of it is basically stating that you are happy with the the life that you have. But in secret, you are being tormented by the things that you have no understanding of. See what happens? This world gives us a false sense of happiness, but the Spirit is what gives us joy. And the joy is our strength in the Lord. And this is what keeps us going, even though we may have our moments and even though we may have our days. Children of God must always remember to have that joy in their heart, that they may remember why they have surrendered themselves unto Christ and why we are on this narrow road unto glory. Praise the Lord. Let me continue. And thank you guys once again for tuning in. Pray that you guys are blessed by this study. Next subject is the book of Proverbs. Chapter 24. And verse 28. And it states. Be not a witness against thy neighbor without cause. And deceive not with thy lips. Do not be one that lies against your neighbor. A false and bear witness. And do not deceive with your lips. I will confess that I have had times because I have such, I have a neighbor that is very difficult to deal with. And from the time that God has moved us to this home, this neighbor has not been nothing but a thorn in my side and in my family side, because of whatever the situation is pertaining to how they live. Their lifestyle has rolled over, over to our side. But I will seek God pertaining to the situation and everything is, excuse me, is not without purpose and without reason. So even though I may be in that particular situation, I always must check myself and make sure that my heart is right and that, you know, even within this situation, I must still pray for this individual and individuals because whatever is going on in their life is to the point where they might not even be happy with their situation and God can turn around anybody's life. Such was myself and such was some of you that are listening today. Do not be a hypocrite to think that because you are saved and sanctified right now, that you have forgotten where God has pulled you out and what he has brought you from. All of us have a testimony. Some of us are even ashamed to share our testimony. But praise be to God, there is power in our testimony because those that hear our testimony are able to recognize that, hey, this brother or this sister is, was just like me, but look what Christ did for them. Praise the Lord. As we continue, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse 16, and it states, These six things do it the Lord hate. Yes, seven on our abomination unto him a proud look, a lying thong- tongue and hands that shed innocent blood praise the lord And heart that devise it wicked imaginations feet that be swift in running to mischief a false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among brethren praise the lord and i love this particular scripture especially for the subject for tonight because what resonated into my spirit and into my mind is that it's, um, all is all boiled down to, excuse me, a matter of the heart. The scripture states, a heart that is devi- that devises wicked imaginations. Now, we have a tendency... Even those in the church and even those in the Lord, they have uh, a form of, we, we have this downpack to the point where we have many different faces. We can easily just say, Praise the Lord, and we could go through the motion, but our spirit and our heart is not right. Now, scripture states that we will know them by their fruits, but a lot of us don't really use true discernment. We use Our experience and you know certain situations that we have been in, and use that, and we call it discernment. But discernment is really when God just reveals the heart and intentions of another individual. Now, pertaining to this particular subject, every scripture that I've read thus far speaks very clearly against lying and against deceiving do not bear a false witness against your neighbor do god hates a lying tongue it's an abomination unto him those that have a heart that have devised wicked imaginations all these things and so is not of god but of the devil now what i want to share with you guys now is different scriptures and verses where individuals had lied and deceive to save either themselves or others. Now, in these particular situations, because prior before the study, if I asked you, as I had asked and stated before, pertaining to the subject, is it ever okay to lie? Now, at the end of this study, I really want to leave you guys to be able to not see the scriptures, like I said, as black and white, or just it's one particular way. And that's that I also not going to state and leave to you that it is ever okay to lie in the sense without repentance. I'm just bringing you the scriptures and allowing you the opportunity to see if God reveals what he has revealed to me. Praise the Lord. Now the first scripture that I will be using is in the book of Joshua. Chapter 2. Verse 1 to 4. Praise the Lord. Give me One second. Once again, it is in the book of Joshua, chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. And it states, And Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land even Jericho. And they went and came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men hither in the night of the children of Israel to search out the country. Praise the Lord. And the king of Jericho sent out Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that come to thee, which are entered into thine house. For they come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said, Thus, there came men unto me, but I wish, I wish not, or, forgive me, I, but I wish not whence they were. Basically stating, I don't know where they're at right now. Uh, they came to my presence, but at this present time, I'm not too sure where they are right now, so I can't help you. It states also, and the woman took and it came to pass about the time of shutting off the gate when it was dark that the men went out with her and the men went and what not pursue after them quickly for ye ye shall overtake them. But she brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof. Now I'm just going to stop there. Basically, what I'm stating right here is that Rahab had hid the two Hebrew men that were searching out the country because they were looking to attack that particular country. They inherit the promise that God had promised unto the children of Israel. Now, she lied unto the king because they knew that these two Hebrew men that were coming to search out the land, came to our presence but the deal and agreement that she made with them stating that i know of the god of israel that you guys serve i've heard of the great things that he has done and i would like your affirmation and your promise that you will not kill me or my family when you guys come to take over the land now based on her lie and her deceit unto the king not stating that that's what she was blessed for but god honored that because of what she had done it gave the two spies the opportunity to return back to those in israel and to be able to plan accordingly to be able to attack jericho praise the lord now a lot of people may say pertaining to this scenario that it might have been an isolated situation but there are many occasions where it have been where a person had to lie or to be deceitful to preserve and to save a life now when it came to the scenario because it basically boils down to relative is it Relative relativism, forgive me. I've been practicing this word overnight, and it still gives me trouble. But it's basically between relativism and legalism, which basically states that it sees relativism, basically sees no principle, but the person, the situation, and every situation is obviously different. So. And legalism basically sees not the situation, but just the principle. For example, when Jesus healed the man on the day of Sabbath, the Pharisees was upset with this particular situation because we are not to work, we are not to do any healing and all these different forces on the Sabbath. That was the principle. But the heart of these men, were they right or were they wrong? Because the healing the, the, the healing that Jesus Christ had done, he made an example how much of those of you that will see your ox or your animal in a ditch and not help them on the Sabbath. Now if you decide that this is the Sabbath and you decide to leave that animal there to die or that person to die or that person that you want that that needs healing or um, a deliverance or whatever form of blessing that is an act, do you just leave that person because of the principle of the Sabbath? Who is in the right and who is in the wrong? their heart was not right this is why jesus christ corrected them and this is why he was explaining to them the importance of being able to help someone or be able to not allow the principle itself to override using wisdom that it is better to be a blessing unto someone that is in need praise god the next scripture that i want to touch on is in the book of joshua now many of you may or may not be familiar with this book some say it's in the last books but it just was in the books that was not included the book of joshua is mentioned praise the lord even within the scriptures whenever you have time search for yourselves because they mention it basically in the book of joshua chapter 10, verse 13, and in 2 Samuel, chapter 1, verse 18. So I'm not reading of a text that is not in conjunction with the other 66 books that we all are familiar with. Praise the Lord. So in the book of Joshua, chapter 8, verse 32 and verse to verse 34, it states, And it was the third day that the king sent to Terah, saying, Send me thy son for a price as I spoke to thee and shouldst thou do this, praise the lord, I will send, praise the lord, that shouldst thou not do this, I will send and slay all thy house, so that thou shalt not even have a dog remaining. And Terah hastened as the king As the thing was urgent from the king, and he took a child from one of his servants, which his handmaid had borne to him that day, and Terah brought the child to the king and received value for him, and the Lord was with Terah in this matter, and Nimrod might not cause Abraham's death, and excuse me, and the king took the child from terror with all his might and dashed his head praise the Lord upon the ground for he thought it being Abram and this was concealed from him that day and it was forgotten by the king and it was the will of the providence not to suffer Abram's debt so basically this was in the will of God to lie and deceive the king because the king had the intentions to destroy abraham basically because of the prophecy that was proclaimed over his life to be children to be the father of many children and many nations so the king was threatened by this prophecy so therefore he summoned his father that he may have this child of terror and destroy him so that way he may be able to stop this prophecy but for his father to be able to stop this prophecy he basically lied to the king and deceived him by bringing another child in replacement and that and and the king basically destroyed that child instead now leaning on our own understanding we would think to ourselves it's not right to destroy no life and that maybe the king maybe abraham's father was should have just told the truth in that matter and just let whatever happens happen Nevertheless, however, if it played out this particular way or one particular way, whatever prophecy that was over Abraham's life will come to pass. And you can assure this when it comes to any prophecy or promise that God has in your life. Whatever it may be, no debt shall come to you until this promise comes to pass. Because any word of God, do not go out void. It always comes to pass I have seen it for myself and I testify for others that I have heard that God has done these great things in their life as well and there are many things to come that God has promised in my life believe it or not but this is where faith comes in and I have this assurance that God is will continue down this path Until we meet the Lord again, that whatever he states in our life, whatever he has spoken over your life, whatever promises and assurance that he has shown you either to men or women of God or any different venues that he has reached out unto you. You can be at peace with this and just let God have his way with you. Praise the Lord. But definitely read that verse again and it states, and the Lord was with terror in this matter. So now, this is two scenarios where basically the life of another was being preserved based upon a lie and being deceitful. Scripture clearly speaks against this, but the situation at hand was to preserve life, as I stated before, pertaining to the example with Jesus healing The man on the Sabbath and those that spoke against him because it was the Sabbath and they were against the healing. God wants us to use wisdom in every situation when it comes to certain things that we may not understand. Now we could use examples pertaining to our life that... You know, if somebody comes to take your life or your family life and you basically lie to them and tell them that you do not have any children or they're they're not really, you're not sure where this person that they're looking for. That's your family member or even a friend or whatever the case may be is at because their intention is to do harm upon this individual, not saying once again. Because I know there are individuals that are hearing what I am saying tonight and picking and choosing what they could decipher to be able to state what I am saying is wrong or right. I want you to clearly understand what I'm saying tonight in the sense that when it comes to situations, the preserving of life is more important. Now the scripture states yes. Him and I'm paraphrasing he who tries to save his life will lose it But that's not pertaining to a situation of the examples that I give this is that is pertaining to one that is Denying Christ to save their life Okay, there's also scriptures that state that also to that the person be blessed that give their life for another. There are many scenarios that we can come up with, but I want to just within the time frame that I have because I, I just don't want to go too long pertaining on this subject. I like to keep it just condensed as possible. And if we want to continue on it, there's many ways that you guys can reach me, either through Facebook or Spotify or Instagram. Um many different social outlets that i'm posting this post on tonight in any which way shape or form you guys could reach out to me and continue this conversation um really quick i wanted to just touch also too on the book of esther chapter 20 verse actually chapter 2 verse 20 praise the lord and uh, let's see and it states Esther had not yet showed the kindred nor her people as Mordecai had changed her for Esther did not praise the Lord let me read that again Esther had not yet showed her kindred nor her people as Mordecai had charged her for Esther did not did the commandment of mordecai like as when she was brought up with him basically the scripture is stating when she hid her identity when she went to before the king of persia that she was a jew she her, her name her identity her ethnicity and her name was hidden for initially They did not understand what was the premise behind of that because Mordecai did not hide his identity. Everybody knew that he was a Jew. Now Esther's name is not, her original name is, let's see, Hadassah. And the meaning of her Hebrew name is also hidden. So this all was ordained and lining up within the will of God because of her lie and her deceit was able to be able to enter into the presence of the king because the Lord showed her favor amongst all the other Persian women. There were no other Jewish woman that was there. Do not quote me on it, but as far as I know, no Jewish woman could have been married unto the king. Now, when the time came to pass that there was a decree to destroy all Jews, this one was the... the, the, um, Esther decided to reveal her identity, but it was all under a false premise because she hid her identity. Therefore, she was being deceitful. Nevertheless, God used this situation and turned it around that was able to save a nation. Every example, once again, that I have shown has shown That when these individuals had lied or been deceitful, it was in the situation of preserving life. Yet again, not stating that it is okay or not okay to lie. I just make these references that you as an individual may use wisdom accordingly. The Lord will show you what you may do or may say. When whenever situation come across that your life or somebody's life may be in danger. When the scripture speaks clearly against lying and being deceitful, it's because of these individuals in their heart are trying to cover up something that wrong that they have done or some kind of shape or form of sin. Praise the Lord. Last one I wanna to just touch on tonight and then we shall call it to a conclusion. Always grateful once again for you guys tuning in and also listening in those on Spotify last one tonight will be in the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 4 to 13 Praise God sure I got that one Mm -hmm. and I don't think that is the right scripture for that one well I'm gonna have to leave that example for another time Because I assumed I had the right scripture and I do not want to just say, try my best not to share a scripture and a verse if I do not have the information lined up with it. But with the information that I've already presented for you guys, I just want to conclude like I stated before, when it comes to lying or being deceitful, God clearly speaks against these things all throughout scripture. Now, in the sense of the subject, is it ever okay to lie The situations where individuals in the Holy Scripture, a lie was to preserve and to save someone's life. i give you another example. The Scripture clearly speaks against that thou shalt not kill. Nevertheless, officers and military and those officials that are in charge to keep order and to, to protect and serve us. They also have to use forms of weapons that can destroy and take another person's life in the, prem- in the pre- uh, premise of saving someone else's and their life. And God is not against this. God ordained these things. It's within the will of God to have these things that things may be in order. Because if you remove these officials, then things start to get out of order. If this is something that you do not agree with, look at places that do not that are controlled by militia forces. There is no order, and therefore whatever they dictate is not for the benefit of the people but for themselves. Praise the Lord, so I'm just going to conclude and leave this at this. This is one of these subjects that will continue to just you know have a discussion and a healthy discussion just in all things just always make sure that your heart is right with god and just know within yourself as jesus lived we can also live the same way because he lived as an example whatever god and jesus called us to do when we have we are born again and have the spirit of christ in us we are able to do all things because Christ stated that we would do greater things in our time because we believe in a God that we have not yet seen. Greater is our faith than those that have walked with Christ during that time. So I am so grateful for you guys for tuning in. I pray that you guys was blessed and the next subject that should be tuning in i guess i'll keep it as a surprise but just to let you guys know what we be doing also a real talk ministry because real talk ministries is just not um bible studies that i do every other week of the month real talk ministries also we do street preaching and evangelizing every first saturday of every month just basically going out there, proclaiming the Gospels in different locations that we may try to, you know, win the souls of people over onto the kingdom of God. Also, the other following months, what Real Talk Ministry also does is that we do our outreach ministry where we go out onto those that are in positions that put their life on the line for perfect strangers. So praise the Lord. So we have reached out to the police officers out there in winter garden Florida. And basically my wife and several under other brethren um, we made, about 20 gift baskets for these individuals and just went over there, ministered to them, edified them and prayed for them that God may protect them and just guide them along the way. We also were able, fortunate as well too, to go to the fire station out there in Winter Garden and also be a blessing unto them and make 20 or so baskets for them you know very make it very personal so that way the community to community praise the lord could know how much we love and just appreciate them and that they may see the love of christ in us so therefore they may remember that what they are doing is of great appreciation by the grace of god next month which will be 2022 the hope is as well too, to the god there to advent health And do the same thing also to the nurses you know set up something there where we go there and we just minister to the nurses pray for them if god gives us the opportunity that we may you know pray for anyone that may need to be delivered from anything that they're struggling with or anything that they have exposed themselves to i praise god for the opportunity if he gives us the opportunity that may be able to pray someone through to receive the holy spirit I just let God do whatever he wants to do. But this is what Real Talk Ministry is about. A lot of people don't really fully understand yet what Real Talk Ministry is. They may have an idea, but nevertheless, at due time, the whole world will know about what Real Talk Ministries is about. And I thank you. I love you and appreciate you. And my name is Khalid Mitchell. You guys be blessed. Praise the Lord.